show you where you place your necklace or the clock usually that goes over it. And we're not talking about something that's stylish. In this case, he's saying it would be better if someone that stumbled onto my followers had a 2,000-pound millstone placed around their neck and then to add to it, that would be bad enough, right? It would crush us. But instead, that person and the millstone
stumble one another. That's ridiculous. So you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? We're always worried about who's offending us. We can't control anyone else, but we are responsible for how we treat one another. So Paul even said, if I'm going to stumble my brother by eating meat sacrificed to idols, Yes, he forgives. 
forgives our sins, but he cannot forgive our sins unless he suffers. Wow, the gospel and the word forgive. Imagine that. Almost like God had a plan. Okay, that's fine. I'll forgive those who persecute me. Uh, If they repent. But what if they do it more than one time? What if they do it more than one time in one day? That's when we are long-suffering. Long-suffering. We render that word in verse 11, for love is patient, but love is kind. The word for patient is better rendition as long-suffering. It doesn't mean patience. It means extreme patience. Extreme. You guys ever watch the Olympics?
I wanted us to know who we were and we're getting ourselves into. And so she looked at me, having told me some of the stuff that she had done to me publicly, and she said,
Spirit, they didn't question him. The Holy Spirit, they didn't argue with him. They just did what he said. In a culture like we live in, what do we want to do with our pride? What do we want to do with our self-esteem? Do what I do. Jesus said, you have leprosy, go show yourself to the priest. And they went back. And it says, as they went,
Paul tells the Philippian church. He says, don't be anxious for anything. Don't worry about your life. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with the giving of thanks, talk about understanding, giving thanks, let your request be made known to God. And as a result, the peace of God, which doesn't make sense,
this time. Look here or look there, but do not go after them or follow them. esoteric view of the second coming. And by the way, I used that word in the first service and somebody said, I don't know what esoteric means. And then I realized I couldn't explain it to them. Esoteric means this. It means that only a few people know about it. Sounds like the idea of Jesus now is sitting here. That only a few people know and it's a mystery. Jesus hasn't fully revealed himself but has already come back. The problem I have with that is the very next verse. Because in the very next verse, he says, as the lightning that flashes out of one part under heaven shines to the other part under heaven, so also the Son of Man will be in his day. So what's that mean? Well, if you go outside during a thunderstorm, it's dangerous, but we're Midwesterners, and you'll see it, and watch the lightning and see how obvious it is that lightning is happening. Jesus says, just like lightning that you can observe is seen obviously, so also when the Son of Man returns, everyone will know. It will not be for only certain people to discern. But first, in verse 25, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. So, it's already here. Later, the disciples are going to want to know what is this new coming? Look at verse 24. If nobody comes again, Verse 25, but first, I must suffer many things. And Jesus is getting ready to suffer. He's headed towards Jerusalem. He's headed to the cross. And so he continues discussing his return. Verse 26, and as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. What was it like in the days of Noah? I'll sum it up with this. It was business as usual. Everything was going on as it always has. And in the days of Noah, they ate, they drank, they married, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. Who shut the door? God did. He entered the ark, God shut the door, and the flood came, and all of the rest of them were destroyed, judged. Likewise, or similarly, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. destroyed them all. Why did Lot leave Sodom? Because God took them out. Why did God take them out? Because it was destroyed. But also, remember, Abraham prayed for Lot, that he would be delivered from the judgment that God revealed to Abraham that was coming. So people were interceding for him. The angels went in and delivered them from judgment. And by the way, Lot and his daughters were the only three that escaped, because guess what? His own wife didn't escape because she, having been delivered out of the city, stopped and she looked back longingly. And that doesn't mean that she looked, she like glanced back as she was leaving. That means that when she was outside of the city, she looked back and went, oh, but it was so great there. Kind of like the Israelites that were delivered from Egypt. They got out to the desert and then they looked back and they went, oh, but it was so great there, forgetting that while they lived there, they were enslaved. And the only food that they longed after that was in Egypt were leeks, leeks and onions, which, by the way, create heartburn. They, they had heartburn for a place that enslaved them. And, and so also, remember Lot's wife. And I got ahead of myself, but he says in verse 30, Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he who is on the housetop, when his goods are in the house, don't let him come down to go take them away. Likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. What happened to her? She looked back longingly. She was turned into a pillar of salt. She was never delivered from Sodom like her husband had been done many years away in that time. But God is able to deliver the godly from judgment. That's what 2 Peter chapter 2 says. And so with this idea of them being raptured, Lifted above judgment, just like Noah, just like Lot, delivered from judgment, and then the world was judged. 
so also God is telling us through Jesus here about something that I believe the Bible teaches, which is the rapture. He says, I tell you, this is a big one, verse 33, whoever, just like Lot's wife, seeks to save or keep his life will in fact lose it. And whoever loses his life gives it up.
Thank you.